0: shit.
1: Good morning, this is your wake-up call. Welcome to Sleep at the Switch, I'm Andrew.
0: And I'm John, and let's dive right into sports.
1: First up, we have Pasternak's contract with the Bruins. John, I know you have a few things to say about it, so I'll let you take the floor.
0: Um, I'm not really sure. I'll be up front. I'm not really a big hockey head. But um, I, I can't see why he would have held out for so long on getting the contract done. I know contract negotiations, you know, being... I don't even know if he's a free agent. I believe that was the t- thing. He was a free agent, and they wanted to lock him back up so that that way he wouldn't go sign with another team. But he wanted a ridiculous amount of money uh, that the club obviously didn't think he was worth. But do you think it's interesting that he waited literally until hours or days before training camp to get stuff done? Or do you think that was just like a media facade, you know?
1: Um. I mean, I can see... I don't know. I feel, I feel like he he really just wanted the money. I think um, it was hard for them to come to a deal, and I think it came down to the Bruins salary cap. Um, I feel like he wanted what did he want? Like eight mil or? or I think he a wanted somewhere.
0: Something. He wanted a, a really long and really expensive contract, and it was based off the salary of some other player who plays for a team out in the Midwest. It was like a guy who's only got a couple years of um like actual playing time and they locked him up for like a huge contract but uh I just I think it's interesting that him and his camp decided that you know if if it doesn't work I'll just go skate for a team in Europe or I'll go to I think a that's league common, in Siberia. Is it common for players to, you know, camp out in the Czech Republic and I, then
1: I feel I feel like especially where there are those leagues in that con- in those countries I feel like if your deal isn't going the way you want and a team over there is willing to give you that kind of money, go for it. But at the same time, it also could be like, oh, I'm just going to go skate with this team just to keep in shape until we can figure out this deal.
0: Right, but does that – if you're in negotiations with a club, is there anything in like their collective bargaining agreement that's known that says they can't go play for another team while negotiations – like league rules or is that something that's just – yeah, whatever – um, I think
1: that's only if you're signed to a team,
0: um, right? I know you
1: can skate with other teams in the off in the off season, um, but I think during regular season, if you're signed to a team, you can't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine you can't if you can't even go play for the Olympics under their new agreement. Yeah. You know, so. But if you're um,
1: if you're a free agent, I think it's all up to you on what you want to do. If you want to go to the NHL or the one of the other foreign leagues and play, I think it's all about keeping in shape. At that point. Um,
0: it also, I think that's why
1: he held out for so long. He just was like, I want this kind of money, and if I can't, I can go skate and stay in shape, and if you want to give me that money to play for you again, I, I'll i come play. And I, th- I think it was smart of the Bruins to keep him and sign him again because he was a really good asset this past year.
0: Um, you'll know, though, uh, the first few weeks of the season, once it starts, I believe it starts in October, uh, like when you're in full swing hockey mode. Um, you'll know if he's not... Happy because he'll just start to tank. It's oh, the yeah. same thing the Patriots have with Malcolm Butler right now, where it, it it's clear he's not on top of his game. Um, I think you'll see that, and I know comparing leagues is apples to oranges, but um, I think you'll see if he's you know not happy with the yeah, club. Yeah,
1: I think. I- I think it, it's all to be told during the season, and we'll see how he plays.
0: But do you do you um, think? I, any I don't of think that, he would
1: have made the deal if he was unhappy. So,
0: well, I mean, money talks. But do you think uh, him holding out was, you know, just to rabble rouse still, with I think him? it's
1: justified.
0: But do you think uh, it? Do you think it was just to rabble rouse with the media, just to send? Uh, Bruins fans into like oh my god what are we going to do how are we going to live without pasta playing for us and how how are we going to you know just to incite you know the drama going into the hockey season
1: I think it's very possible that that could be it um and it it worked if it was but I, I don't think um that's what it is at all I really think it was just about the money and all that um But it very well could be, you know, who no one know, you know, unless somehow it comes out, but...
0: Right. But we'll see how that season goes with uh, him being extended and how they manage to, you know... Will they get to the playoffs this year? That's a a question I think a lot of people have, especially, you know...
1: I would hope so. I like the new head coach. He's done a really good job of getting the defense into the offensive mode, um, and... He worked wonders towards the latter half of this season i I hope that he can keep it up throughout this season. so
0: all right, guess. so on to the next thing um uh, uh baseball has a huge problem and no, it is not about cheating, gambling apple watches or anything of that sort. uh The problem at hand is uh th- with the prospects and the farm system, and it's a league wide epidemic that's happened. Um, today a member of the Orioles farm system was in a fatal car crash in the Dominican Republic and lost his life he was only 21 years old this is not the first time that uh, a baseball player has been killed in a car accident and there were three minor leaguers in 2016 that met a similar fate so I think I mean I, I don't know if the problem necessarily is you know circumstantial with drinking and driving being a factor or not in all of them but i think it's definitely a problem if you have all these young kids getting killed down in the Demi- uh, the dominican during the off season in car accidents, you had your Donnie Ventura, Andy Marte, and now Miguel Gonzalez of three different organizations, and then Oscar Tavares as well. Uh, in the last three years,
1: yeah, I. It's definitely something. It's very peculiar. It's something that I think. I don't know. It's. It's a weird situation because you don't really hear about that with any other sport, and. Where they're all very similar situations, it could... I don't well, know what it
0: could be. Um, from what I've read on um, the webs beforehand, uh, the World Health Organization said that the Demi- uh, the Dominican is probably one of the worst countries to drive in because they don't really enforce driving laws. But uh, I think... If this continues to be a problem, then the ball clubs are going to have to intervene and say, "Listen, uh, we need to do something about this because you pay these guys boku bucks to come play for your club, and I don't know if these guys were league minimum or uh, if they had any, you know, huge signing bonuses. But you know, if you invest in players to make your club better, I think you should take the steps to ensure that nothing happens to them." Um,
1: yeah, I think I think that's something that should be should be done. I, I I don't know. It's it makes me kind of skeptical that where these are similar and everything, and I'm not a baseball fan in the to begin with. But even in like this, if this was any other sport, like if it was hockey or football, and this was happening, I'm sure someone or some some organization would be like, Hey, maybe we should prevent this.
0: Yeah, I think steps need to be taken. I'm not even sure of the steps to be taken. But um, it's just unfortunate that these kids who are only in their 20s are, you know, killing themselves down there. And then, like, Jose Fernandez down in uh, Miami, he was in a drug field boat crash down there, too. So this is not a, like, isolated incident. So there is clearly, like, either recklessness on the part of the players or just... I don't know. It, it's just interesting to me that this keeps reoccurring. And yeah, I think it's, it's worth very talking very about and worth noting. But um, that's all I have for sports. I don't know if you have any other things to talk about sports-wise. Um, no, I'm,
1: I think I'm all set.
0: All right, so should we jump into the entertainment boat?
1: Yes, we should. Um, let's start off with movies.
0: All right. I um, I don't know about you, but I think this summer was not a good summer for movie releases. It
1: was, I, I think it was awful. I think the problem is is with the film industry is that Hollywood is releasing movies that should be big summer blockbusters in like March.
0: Yeah, and, I, I agree. Uh,
1: I'm I'm okay with it because it gives like that's usually or not the past few years, but before that it was kind of like this is like a really dull time for cinema. And I'm okay with movies being released there now, but I just wish it was only a few and not all of them. Like, Logan was released in March, and don't get me wrong, it was an okay spot for it, but it should have been released maybe in May, like other X-Men movies have been. Um, With that being said, though, I think that studios are just pushing movies in the wrong spots. They're putting them in the wrong places. Um,
0: how much? You, how much of that do you think is up to like, you know, trying to hype up their product? Do you think they're over hyping in the wrong areas, or do you think that oh, yeah. this is just by circumstance? And you know, uh, sometimes a movie that's hailed to be like the next best thing ends up flopping.
1: No, I I think that they're pushing the wrong movies, um, and I I think the movies that they are pushing should be more early in the year movies so they can see what really works and what doesn't. And I think that. With some of the movies this summer have just... Have proved that some studios should reevaluate where they are. Um, like if you... Because you've had a few movies this summer like... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 pushed off the summer season... And that did fantastic. But that's a Marvel movie. That's always going right. to be Right. Superhero
0: yeah. movies are going to sell. So I don't understand why you Ex- wouldn't put them... Exactly.
1: And Spider-Man was in July. And War of Flint of the Apes was in July. And that's a big blockbuster. But that... Even that didn't do well. And for some reason...
0: Well... It didn't do well because it's a, it's a reboot series, and it's like, can you only flog the horse for so long? I, it has well, its... yeah,
1: but it's it's coming off of Dawn, and Dawn made over 800 mil, and that was really good. And if you look review-wise on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a one rise, Dawn, War, and the ratings just get better as they go. And I've, I've seen all of them, and to be honest with you, the War was the best one out of the three. And... It's just a really... It's really weird that with all the marketing that was done for that movie particular this summer, that it didn't do as well as it did. Um, But I think studios... like, Whatever studios just released it did a really good job at pushing that movie for where it did. Even though it's still... It's not really the summer season anymore. It's still got pushed... Well, and now's the big horror the
0: push, is it not? Like, everything yes. before Halloween, everything is, like, get the horror movies out, you know?
1: Of course. and But the problem is, is, like, the summer also just didn't have movies that people wanted to see. Like, I know, like, Hitman's Bodyguard came out, and I wanted to see that. But, like, there were just a few others where it's, like, these movies I can see in a dozen others. Like, because they're all pretty similar plot-wise, and it's all... Right. It, you go to see an actor and an actress, and it's kind of, like... I don't know. It's I don't know. It's kind of like going to see Mother, where you're only gonna to go to see J law and you're gonna to go to see the other people in the movie, but you're not actually gonna go and see it because you want to see this movie. Truth be told,
0: like, I looked mm-hmm. at the plot for that um, because I know we were talking earlier in the week about how it got an F on uh, one of the, you know, more credible.
1: On Cinema Score, yeah. Yeah, and but it's weird because you go from Black Swan, which was highly praised, to Noah's and a Noah's Ark movie, and. It, I won't get into that right now, but even that was a well-reviewed, and then you come to Mother, and it's like, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like, middle-of-the-line reviews, but if you look at your audience score, you're not...
0: Right. You're, I mean, I looked at I looked at the list of, you know, characters and stuff, and like, the cast, and okay, it had J-Law in it, so people are gonna go see that, because, you know, her existence is a fan service, you know. Um, but... I was reading the character names and none of them have proper names. They're all you know titles like mother, yeah, brother, and I was like, this sounds like a really bad sawn time spoof. Like
1: yeah, to me, to me, the movie just reminds me of As I Lay Dying, and it's it's yeah. sad because it's just like what it's like. What's even going on here? And it's it's really I don't know. I mean, because I feel like in the middle of the movie, someone's just gonna kind of come out and pull, and As I Lay Dying, and just go, my mother is a fish. 'Cause that's, Probably. that's, that's I mean that's how bizarre this seems and I I don't know, I, I just
0: d- part of me wants to see it just for like the what even is this factor, but um, I'm gonna I'm wait
1: sure, it's on D V D. Yeah,
0: it. I wouldn't I wouldn't go pay the forty bucks or whatever it is with ticket popcorn all that. Yeah,
1: nah. It's not it's not I don't think it's worth it. I for,
0: That's how I feel a lot about a lot of the stuff that's been pushed out of Hollywood now, is it's like I can wait for the D V D or I can wait until it's on Netflix. Like I don't really a lot of the stuff is like, okay, yeah, I should go see that. But do you think cinema's dying? Like, the actual, you know, let's go to the I, movie I and watch? Or, or do you think that, you know... Because I, I know it was
1: just a really bad year, and I think... I, I don't know, I don't think people are getting as interested where a lot of big movies now are going to Netflix or like, going to other streaming sites. And
0: it's, streaming sites are taking off. Um, especially, like, you see with the Emmys that just passed. Uh, a ton of... Netflix originals and Hulu originals are taking, you know, precedent over
1: well, it makes cable sense. and it's, just to me that makes sense for originals because they're they're not restricted by TV ratings, so they can do a lot of different things. And for ten bucks a month, you get all these services, you get all mm-hmm. these like shows, and a lot of them are really good. And I don't know, Netflix just seems to be putting out quality products and it just i can see why those would take some precedent over cable tv shows
0: no that makes sense um, i just i know cable is dying and yes. you know with the exception of like i mean there's, if you ask if you i mean if you ask anybody what they're watching on like their cable it's probably just hbo which you can get or like amc because you know which breaking then, bad and probably walking dead to and, and yeah and they stuff. they so I think streaming is the next big, next big and best thing, but I don't know. I, I don't, feel I, like I, don't know. I, I feel like there is cinema, no it's different. if there is no alternative for cinema. But I I suppose yeah, you can stream movies, but you know I.
1: It that takes the fun out of it. You want to go to the theater and you want to sit there in this big room and just watch the movie. Right the theater
0: has been around things. for over uh, almost a hundred and what fifteen years now, and it hasn't gone yeah. anywhere, like. So I, to I be fair, die do, out. do you think that in that like hundred twenty year span, cinemas become somewhat of an antiquated medium in the sense that there are like equipment wise, you can literally take thirty five millimeter film from eighteen ninety nine and play it on a projector now. Do you think that it's a bad thing that it hasn't? I know there is IMAX and I know there are other. I don't. You know, I don't think
1: it's a bad thing that a lot, that some of the stuff hasn't changed. I think it's really cool because you can see what a time was like. Um, from before you were born and before a lot of people can even recall and um i think that that aspect's really cool and i think if you get the chance to see something like that you should do right. it. But, but
0: do you think that it makes cinema antiquated and it shows its age especially in a
1: way you know in a way definitely
0: especially um, where it's like all right now we just gotta pump out the next sequel or this next superhero movie and Um,
1: I think in in a way, yeah, it is a little antiquated that way, but at the same time it's like, superhero movies, I don't it's a craze that's been going on for over ten years, and I see why, because the MCU, like Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm very into, and I watch Mm -hmm. all of them um, and they're really good movies, to be honest with you but it's kind of like, where is all these original pieces, so it's a little if you see something that can that's its own story and not, like, a sequel or a franchise or a superhero or whatever. Um, to some people, I can see why it would seem antiquated and why it would seem not.
0: But, I mean, new. like, antiquated in the sense, like, okay, uh, I can go to the theater and I can go, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I think everyone just wants to sit on their couch with their Netflix if you don't yeah, and do Yeah, and then and if the I, I don't like it,
0: low. I can turn it off and then I didn't pay anything. I think that's... You know, exactly. the sense of entitlement that it is there, therefore I can jump into it, and, you okay. know...
1: Exactly. I think exactly.
0: I, uh, I think that plays into it a lot, but... Yeah, I
1: definitely I mean, think so,
0: too. I just... Uh, I think we can agree that movies as a whole were not the best, and uh, hopefully they get better for the rest of the year. I know Star Wars comes out in the winter, and there's a, always a big push during Christmas, but hopefully... That fixes itself. I think it'll start itself. to
1: take off this month, and I, I hope it does
0: really well. I just hope the summer isn't any indication in that um, you know the summer blockbuster, as it were, hopefully is reinvented as a all right, let's go to the movies during you know the winter holiday and stuff. Yeah. I think I, that's I, I think that. that's the push that you know more people gravitate towards. I, oh, yeah. I would assume because the, that's when a lot of the bigger pictures and stuff are pushed out but I agree i
1: don't
0: know yeah. i what's my opinion anyway you know what's it matter i don't i don't sit there and crunch the marketing numbers i just think it's preposterous that they can put out so many bad movies and the consumers are all like eating it up like the emoji movie I don't
1: yeah, I, don't I don't get it. I don't. I, don't either. I, think, it's, I think it's crazy, and I think... I, I don't know. I think everything's leading towards streaming, and I, I think that we might see a fall in some cinema in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, as sad as that is, but I think that's where we're headed.
0: All right, so I think it's time we take it to the interlude. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll hop back into it with a segment that I have called Stick It. So let's...
1: Jam out. In about 30 seconds. Shut up and sit down.
0: Welcome back to uh, Sleep at the Switch. Um, hopefully you liked whatever 30-second interlude Andrew decided to put in. In the future, it might be a little bit longer than uh, 30 seconds, and it'll be tied in with a the theme song for this segment, but uh, hopefully we get more people to submit uh, some of their own work. Otherwise, we'll just have our resident music man take care of it for us. But... Um, We'll give you the details after if you want to submit uh, something for our interlude. Anyway, uh, the first segment back from the interlude is a segment that I call Stick It, um, and ironically it has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about, which is the movie It, but um, it's a segment about something that's really pissed me off. Um, Just something I saw in this week or the last couple of days that just really agitated me and got under my skin. Um, So that thing in particular is the movie It and the whole clown debacle that is going on because it just drives me bonkers. that Like a little under a year ago, We were freaking out about clowns showing up on college campuses or in rural towns in the middle of scenic nowhere, and they were, like, threatening to kill us all. It was like Armageddon, but there were clowns running amok. Like, now we think Pennywise is fantastic, and how brilliant it is to reboot the It franchise 27 years later, which fits in with the movie, I guess... But I think it's just asinine that we've gone from, you know, freaking out about clowns and, you know, some colleges even banning, like, clown stuff around Halloween because of this debacle. I just, I I find it funny that, like, uh, this has transpired. We've come almost full circle and back again. Are clowns scary or are clowns funny? Because I'm pretty sure it is supposed to be a horror movie. Uh, At least that's how they marketed it. But uh, beside the point, um, I firmly expect somebody to go rogue dressed as a clown this Halloween and cause some substantial damage to civilization. And you can quote me on that and then tweet me later and be like, John, you're wrong, but whatever. Um, I can't wait until everybody dresses up like a freaking clown for Halloween because of this movie. It's going to be great. You're going to have slutty Pennywise the Clown at all of your frat and sorority parties and whatnot. It'll be like Harley Quinn all over again. And then you'll get, like, friggin' everybody and their mother dressed up as Pennywise. It'll be great. Because people aren't original. And... I don't know. I um, Clowns... I'm not afraid of clowns, but... I just think that it's funny that we've gone full circle and clowns are cute and not evil and yeah Uh, I guess that's my opinion I think the whole clown thing is stupid but I'll take my opinion and I'll stick it up my behind
1: alright then Um, well that was stick it and clearly clowns have been shoved up John's ass Um, so John let's move on to the next topic we'll talk about the news Um, Especially here in New England, we're going to experience some weather from Hurricane Jose. Oh,
0: it's going to be such a freaking anomaly. It's going to be the apocalypse up here. It's going to be great. We're all going to die. It's going to be fantastic. Everyone's going to send us their used skivvies and stuff. It's going to be great. We're going to all die.
1: It's just going to be some freaking rain. It's
0: just going to be some freaking rain. That's it. Get over it. Freak the frig out about a hurricane all you want.
1: I I, don't, I, don't I think mean think we're gonna get a lot. I don't. I think we're gonna get wind. We're gonna and get rain.
0: absolutely nothing. We're gonna get absolutely nothing, and it's. I don't know. I. It's,
1: it's gonna be a normal rainstorm.
0: Like, I don't know why people freaked out. Oh my god! It's a hurricane. We've been hit by hurricanes before, even worse hurricanes than this one.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's. I don't know. I feel. As if just the weather is just crazy this year where this is gonna this is the third tropical storm
0: there's more hurricanes brewing in the the, the, there's like there was Harvey then there's Irma, Irma, which beat the hell out of everywhere then Jose is gonna come up here and it's gonna tickle us pink and then there's another one brewing that's supposed to be another big-ass hurricane Uh, mother nature is pissed and rightfully so
1: it, honestly, it was like I saw this on Facebook. It's honestly like Donald Trump got elected president. It was like, climate change is fake.
0: Don't get me started. There are so and many people online who no, are dude, like... I literally could Nature. do a... I literally could do a stick it part two about how stupid people are. Because there are people who are like, it's all a government conspiracy. Irma and Harvey were created by NASA because they're government funded. And yeah, Trump and is in office. And, run out and, 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 and like... Uh, yeah, and like... They target those cities because they're so heavily ethnically minority. And that... I was, like, reading this awful post. And I'm like, yeah, this is why our... Edge. The wall
1: when You can blow them away with the wind.
0: I guess. I mean, like, it's a legitimate strategy, I guess, by Trump. It's, it's, and.
1: It honestly is just like... Trump was like, climate change is fake. And Mother Nature was just like, hold my beer. And... It's... Oh God, it's so... It's... I don't. I don't want to get into that topic, but.
0: But I don't know. I think. I think it's a real problem that the weather is going rogue, and. Yeah,
1: I think that I, I. think that we as human beings haven't taken care of our. Planet but and it's fucking with us now. And that's what I think about it.
0: All right. So weather aside, uh,
1: I think we go on to talk about
0: fantasy football and how it's been a complete disaster and how um i don't know if anybody else has experienced it but i'm absolutely bs about how fantasy football has turned out this year uh Let's because it. uh i'm sure everyone is bs that david johnson blew out whatever he blew out and is out for like the next two months when he went first overall in like every league Le'Veon bells only put up like 10 points this season Uh, Zeke Elliott got held to eight yards last night Mm -hmm. like what the hell I literally and then half my team is friggin questionable or dead Like, I don't know so many people with like day to day hurt feelings in that league they're all a bunch of babies get on the field
1: dude I I just think Yahoo's point system is so broken
0: no I agree I, but I, like god. I can't, I can't blame Yahoo for Zeke Elliott. Who
1: no, of course. I think I think the players aren't playing as well as they could be. But I just, oh god, I'm mad.
0: It just is infuriating. Now I'm one and one. Like
1: yeah, I, I'm zero and two. Like
0: I, I don't know. I, fantasy's just never gone my way fully, but the projections are just so bad. And I think year after year, I say it: the projections don't mean anything. But, like, I get it, people have a bad game, but don't week after week say, oh, yeah, Le'Veon Bell's going to put up a 30-burger. Like, no friggin' way.
1: I agree. I, I, I don't know. I, projections are off, and then the, the one thing that I do like about Yahoo is that the projections kind of change as the game's going on.
0: Right, but, but even the still, time, they're like it's still, it's
1: still very off.
0: It's still like thirty seconds in the fourth quarter, and it's saying he's gonna put up twelve points, and he's got like three. So yeah. it's like, it's like there's still time for him to do this, and it's like no, no, there isn't. Be realistic.
1: Exactly, and and I, then
0: I sometimes know. it like it projects you to go negative too with like the last thirty seconds of the game when your team doesn't even have the ball. It's like what are you even talking about?
1: Exactly, I. I literally, I, I I think I think Yahoo's. Projection system is off, and I wish we had stuck with NFL this year, because at least it was a little better.
0: I mean, I don't know. Their their app is trash, but
1: yeah, that was the only downfall to it. But I don't know. I think I hope fantasy football goes better for everyone. Else.
0: Hopefully, it's a turnaround, and hopefully Zeke Elliott doesn't serve a suspension, or I'm gonna be absolutely pissed. I'm gonna be driving to the Tobin and to they go jump off the bridge like.
1: But yeah, I. Ugh. I, I hope it doesn't suck the rest of season cause this, the season because this the start of it is not looking pretty no it is really not
0: okay. uh, the fact I'm losing to I lost to my mother this week and the, the league is just a, not at all satisfying morally um, that that's a kick in the that's a kick in the ass but I mean I drafted that team for her so that's all right
1: but <laughs> you, you picked a better team for your mom than you no team. fooling
0: that's, seriously like, oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But me. fantasy's a joke. Uh, yeah. I'm going to stop taking it seriously and take things week by week and then just scream about it on our podcast when I'm getting my teeth kicked in by somebody who's only putting up 30 points.
1: Yeah, dude, i, th- I know. not going to lie. I think I'm just going to stick to FanDuel and at least try to win some Seriously. NBA, at least I get a new team every week. No kidding. So
0: when Julian Edelman blows out his quarter, his ACL in the first friggin' week of preseason, you'll live. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to worry about the IR.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I think that's all the time we have tonight.
0: Hopefully the show gets better in terms of topics and guests and all that happy fun stuff.
1: Um, In the future, hopefully we'll have people call in, we'll be able to talk to other people, we'll have... We'll have Thank other people on. And
0: hopefully, hopefully Neb shows up. Hopefully, then, hopefully he gets in on this. Um, yeah. I should check in and make sure he's not dying, even though he just signed off Facebook.
1: Yeah, we should probably find out. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'll work on that. that.
0: If you want to send in stuff for our interlude, uh, we have a Facebook page, which you can like. It's Asleep at the Switch. Uh, if you can't figure that out, figure it out. And then send us a message you'll get a nice auto reply from the page because that feature is great uh, and it'll basically tell you that me and Andrew are preoccupied and one of us will get to you when we get a chance but if you want to send something in, even if you just send a link and just be like interlude me and then we'll be like yeah we can do that um, there
1: are a few guidelines it needs to be between 30 and 60 seconds And it needs to be royalty-free or something created by yourself.
0: I mean, yeah, don't send us ham by Kanye West and be like, this is my jam, play it. Please don't do that.
1: Um, We are willing to put in, if you make your own music, put a song in.
0: Yeah, Uh, even if it's longer than a minute or so, we'll we'll talk to you.
1: Yeah, we're always welcome to supporting artists. Um, So with that... This was Asleep at the Switch. I'm Andrew.
0: And I'm John, and let's cue that outro. Sleep at the Switch podcast is brought to you by Sega AV2 Productions. Credit is due to Ben Sound for his original music used in our podcast. Double ATS is the brainchild of Andrew Nunes and John Hughes and is produced in part by Near Comedy Limited. This week our interlude was Actionable by Ben Sound. Remember, stay attentive and subscribe to our podcast as not to fall asleep at the switch. Thank you for listening.